The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Decision Alberta on the 630 Chad Afternoon News. I want to switch gears uh, as we as we look at some social issues uh, in this election campaign. We were talking about um, uh, GSAs and LGBTQ uh, rights uh, during our first half hour. Now we want to talk about seniors and some of the issues around that in this election. You bet. Uh, thanks to aging baby boomers, projections suggest seniors will double in numbers by 2040. We are looking at 1.1 million people. I'm one of them, uh, representing 18% of the province's people. So there will be challenges that come with that. The question is, do the parties have a plan for those challenges? To get some insight, we're joined by Ruth Adria with Elder Advocates of Alberta. Is it Adria, Ruth? Adria. Adria, there you go. Adriatic Sea. Ah, gotcha. Adriatic Sea. Uh, Thanks for joining us, Ruth. Appreciate it. So maybe you could give us uh, an overview of what the biggest issues are right now for seniors. Well, um, I should just say your your introduction uh, gives one the feeling that this is going to be like a horrible uh, tsunami. Do you know that over 10,000 seniors are fully employed? Uh, they are active. Many are active as um, volunteers and really are the base of volunteers. Um, however, um, many uh, are experiencing difficulties. This morning I got a phone call from a young man. He sounded young, although he had the enacted personal directive of his grandmother. So it means he was allegedly uh, responsible for her health care where she lives, but he does not know where his grandmother is. We have been part of a story from Calgary uh, probably about two years now where an 86-year-old man, uh, he does not know, no one will inform him. When he asks, they say it's confidential, uh, he doesn't know where his wife of 60 years of marriage is. And all this So we're talking long-term care facilities. For the Adult Guardianship and Trusteeship Act. So you're saying that that's the major issue facing seniors, Ruth? Pardon me? Well, the question was, what are the major issues facing seniors? No, that's a big issue. For sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. Or or that seniors are being declared incompetent. uh, And usually this isn't people who live uh, month to month on, on pensions. These are people who have money. They can be declared incompetent with a, with a scrap of paper. I have a, a thing in front of me here, uh, a form uh, two, which declared this man, it says, poor insight and judgment. Uh, we went with this scrap of paper to the uh, Treasury branch. There, uh, millions of dollars of his money, he had no more right to it or to his estate, and he was placed in a locked unit. After, after about two years, they, uh, they let him go out and wander around and, and ultimately took him out. So obviously he was misdiagnosed. You see, a court of law 
would require, before a court can take a person's rights, they require sworn affidavits, sworn testimony, uh, testimony, expert witnesses, but the judiciary accepts these unsubstantiated documents uh, that have really nothing on them, perhaps just just okay. uh, okay. diagnosis. Okay, Ruth, then, then what do you want the government uh, to be doing about that? Okay, in that case, we're calling on the government to legislate that all capacity assessments be transcribed and recorded. I realize that will be difficult, but when you're taking a person's total rights um, and the proposed legislation would require that a certified reporter would be present to transcribe each and every assessment, and then the assessment would be uh, available to to the person who lost his rights and he could appeal to the court. How concerned are you, uh, just switching topics a little bit here, Ruth? I know we, when we talk about um, sure. yeah, the, you know, the boomers you know, uh, getting older and we're looking about the population of Alberta seniors uh, growing exponentially and we'll start looking at health care because in some instances, in a lot of instances, seniors uh, can re- require more health care services than, than others. Some don't, some do. And there's some concern about um, about that and about having the proper infrastructure, uh, hospitals, services, that sort of thing, um, to make sure that, um, that 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 need is being fulfilled. Is that on your radar? Uh, well, up until now, uh, if you listen to the to the crown, to the uh, you know, at the legislature, the. Uh, um, you know, by the Governor General, there was total disregard for seniors. We actually, I'd like to mention that not this Thursday, but next Thursday, we have a, it's called Seniors Speak Out at the Old Timers Cabin at 11.30 a.m. till about 12.30 or 1. Um, And there will be guests there and seniors from across the province, from Fairview, from Calgary, uh, everywhere, will be giving their personal stories. We have to begin to, you know, when when bureaucrats or whoever say, oh, we need to provide for them, you know, the first thing we need to provide for our elderly is respect and dignity, and respect and dignity does not cost money. Uh, presently, there is total disregard, and people are fearful of getting old, and that shouldn't be happening. So, moving forward, what do you expect of uh, the next government? Uh, we expect them to meet with us, to listen to our concerns, just as we expect people to be there on the coming Thursday to hear the personal accounts of what is happening to older people. Okay, Ruth, what time is the Senior Speak Out event at the Old Timers Lodge? It's at 11.30 a.m. Okay. At the Old Timers Skona Road. Yep. Um, Sounds good. I'll let everyone knows now. Ruth, thanks for joining us this afternoon. We appreciate you taking the time. So uh, Ruth, who is uh, a seniors advocate with Elder Advocates of Alberta, says, you know, uh, whatever government forms next, that 
when it comes to seniors, she wants them to meet with them, to listen to them, and address some of these concerns. And one of those concerns she was talking about was about um, you know, competency assessments, that sort of thing. We do know, um, you know, when you start looking at, at health care, Mm. in this province and the, and the infrastructure what is there what is not there right long-term care beds well therein lies the There's problem a, because well, as uh, seniors get into a position of needing more medical attention they are coincidentally also in a position of paying fewer taxes so yeah. you're going to have uh, a burden uh, to uh, I, you know to the tax base uh, taking care of all these seniors but you're not going to have you're potentially going to have fewer people paying taxes so something has to be addressed there or we're all going to be in Trouble. There have been economists, and it was an article done, an editorial done just recently, um, projecting that Alberta could see $40 billion annual deficits by 2040 unless big changes are made, uh, especially on the health care front. Um, and, you know, when you talk about those, you know, long-term care facilities, um, I think it was, what, there was, what, 2,000 that were added over the past uh, four years. Um you know, what is the plan for that? If anyone has a, a senior parent and, and you've dealt with the possibility of looking at that, that can be a, a challenge. And certainly affordable long-term care housing, that can be uh, a real challenge uh, as well. And there's some smaller issues as well with regard to uh, licensing, with regards to technology. A lot of uh, government services are uh, pushing, moving towards technology, which seniors are not as uh, comfortable and familiar with. There's a, there's a lot of big and small issues with regard mm -hmm. to seniors. And Ruth is right. I haven't heard a whole lot about seniors. Haven't heard a whole lot about it. No. So yeah. you've got to wonder, you know, how much that is on uh, on the on the um, on the burners for them. You know, when she talks about meeting and listening to people, how much is that being done? I wonder if anyone's showing up next Thursday at eleven thirty at the old timers yeah. cabin. There was a, an issue a couple of years back, and it might have been Ruth that I talked to at the time. Uh, it's a small issue, but it's one of those ones. A small issue to us, a big issue to seniors, and it was about uh, competency to. Drive, yeah, and it was uh, well. You know, they go in and they sit in front of a machine and they push buttons, and then you determine the competency, and that's sent to the registrar or whoever, and allows you to continue having a license or not. But the issue was not their competency to drive. The computer. It was the computer itself. Exactly. They didn't know how to enter yeah. the information, or they were slow in entering yeah. it, or they were confused. You know, I one of the other things too. And I think Ruth. I think Ruth touched on it uh, off the top a little bit. You know, when you when you have couples, you have seniors who need to go into facilities and you have to separate them. And then, you know, when that happens, that, that to me is, is heartbreaking. Absolutely. You know, and, and, to, and to me that, that shouldn't happen mm -hmm. at all. No, agree. At all. We were talking about uh, seniors' issues and uh, in, in this election campaign, if you think you're being heard, what they are, a number of calls on the phone right now. We'll start with Jim. Hi, Jim. Hi. How old are you, Jim? Seventy-five. Seventy-five. What's on your mind going into this election? I think everybody, every senior I talk to, we're all PO'd about uh, how much money we get every month. I know it's federal, but uh, we get a thinking five hundred dollars a month, and most of them is paid, uh, most of us are paid for forty-five, fifty years. Hang on, who's upset that you're getting money per month? I've never. I'm not upset you're getting money per month. I can't wait. Yeah, but it allows you $500. Oh, yeah, no, no, for sure. You know, like $500, well, a senior could eat on that per month. 
you know, uh, what I'm saying is we paid in so long, and yet refugees and other people get more money than we do. They get everything handed on the plate and haven't paid anything. And we're the ones that have paid the bills all these years, and we get their call according to my paycheck. And I think something should be done about it. Well, you're going to have a chance to maybe bring that up in the federal election. Yeah, I know, but I just, this lady was complaining about what we got now. Well, that's one of the biggest concerns of the elderly people. Some people don't get the the other pension that goes along with us, the CPP, Mm -hmm. and uh, they don't have pensions of their own. That's my happy office. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jim. Sorry th- about that. I can't shut him up. No, that's okay, right. Jim. Thanks for the phone call. That's my yappy dog. Uh, so, concern about uh, you know your 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 old folks' pension? Is that what you call it? Canadian pension CPP. plan? CPP. Yeah. Ken's on the phone. Hi, Ken. Hi, guys. I just want to address the fact of uh, how seniors care. It goes from home care, which is nice, it lets them stay in their home as long as possible. Mm-hmm. But then it goes on to supportive living, then assisted living, and then the highest form of care is uh, long-term care, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ralph Klein brought in privatized uh, senior care uh, in, back in the days because it was working well in BC. It, uh, it's become a horror story in Alberta because I don't know if most Albertans know whether you're in Alberta Health Services facility or where you're in one of these private facilities, and they're big players. That's a big business in Alberta right now. Uh, I don't have to mention their names, but there's some big companies in Alberta uh, that provide this assistance, but it's all funded by the taxpayers. Uh, if you're a nurse in these facilities, you're paid by the taxpayers of Alberta. The big difference, guys, is when you see these private companies involved, they are skimming the money from the taxpayers of Alberta that should be going to the seniors, the people who have built this province. Uh, they are taking that money and making profits, a huge profit. And all that money is not going to the services of the seniors. So this is why I'm a huge advocate for the public system. It has to be publicly delivered. Okay, well, okay, Ken, um, that you're making some some accusations there, and I don't have the answer to them. I, I I'm not okay, that I, schooled I'm not on that. Yeah. Well, oh, well, you, you can say that, um, and I, I can say that the sky is black too, but it's not. But you know, we can find out more about that as well. But at the the end, at okay. the, the, here's the thing, you know, I think in the long run, we've looked in the, in the provinces have not put enough long-term care beds in place. There's there's not enough beds being done uh, publicly, so you have to turn to these private facilities You're who right. are and putting that stuff. in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, at the end of it, if if that cost. if that wasn't happening, you know, it would be it would be even worse. We there'd be all sorts of people with no place to stay. You're right. You're right. You know, but, um, but we'll take a closer look at how it works. We'll take a closer look at the funding arrangement and and how that is how that is uh, how that all breaks down. Thanks, thanks for pointing it out. Before you let him go, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, and just playing devil's advocate here a little bit, but when we're talking yeah. about senior care and long term care. It, what about the person who says, well, you should have thought of that when you were 21 and put away enough money? <laughs> good, good point. You know, um, I'm still working and I don't think I have enough to put away from my retirement. And But do you want the government to help you, though? 
you bet. Um, I think uh, it's a social responsibility to take care of the people who built this province and got us to where we are at now. Uh, but to do it in an efficient way, um, and that's a tough, tough one. But, but my main point is that all, all care is is taxpayer provided. So we're already putting the bill for all seniors, and uh, I think that's great. But uh, we have to really look far into the future and make sure that money is used effectively, yep. and not just going into the pockets of corporations that aren't even from Alberta. I may add. Ken, thanks for the phone call. Appreciated, Brad. We've got about uh, two minutes left. What's on your mind? Okay, I'm a 52-year-old guy, and I'm on disability, so I'm collecting Canada Pension Disability. Okay, and. Uh, I get seventeen hundred and eleven dollars a month in total. Now that's for now. While I'm fifty-two, now what's going to happen when I when I reach retirement age? I mean, I'm barely getting by on on what there is now. Yeah, you okay? And and what's the answer to that? I mean, what? Well, I haven't. Like I, I've been following this uh, uh, separatist party called the Alberta Independence Party. Mm-hmm. And they seem to have an answer. They're going to look out after all Albertans. Uh, seniors' pensions are going to double, and uh, people on disability are going to get a living wage. Not wage, but living insurance, pension. And where's that money going to come from? Mm-hmm. Well, $40 billion in federal tax leaves Alberta every year. $40 billion, $50 billion, but... Uh, Ten billion gets put back into uh, into Alberta. So if we separate, we get to keep forty billion dollars within our province. It's all laid out in our in our uh, platform, Alberta Independence Party. Gotcha. So you're talking equalization payments? Yes. Uh, well, uh, and federal taxes. Equalization along with federal taxes. You know they tax us on everything. So uh, with the Alberta Independence Party, they're talking about uh, getting rid of the carbon tax, GST, and equalization thing. You said it's on our platform. Are you running for that party? I'm an officer with the party. But, officer uh, with the party, Dane okay. Bodicer from uh, Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta, is running for MLA in uh, Fort Saskatchewan, Degraville, Friday. Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks for the call, Brad. Appreciate it. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.